Hi everybody, the Complex PTSD guy here. I'll start out by saying I'm not a doctor or psychiatrist, I'm just a guy living with complex PTSD, and I'm sharing my own ideas, experiences, and opinions on this podcast. So I'm going to put on my Twitter page, and on Twitter if you look up the Complex PTSD guy, you'll see it. Um, I'm going to put up a quiz, and it's titled, um, Are You a Submissive, Assertive, or Aggressive Communicator? Um, This quiz was done in January of 2023, so this year, January 18th, and it was written by the Bite Size Learning Team. Um, BiteSizeLearning.co.uk is where I found this. Um, And this is a a multiple choice quiz, and there's only like maybe 10 questions here. There are 10 questions. Um, And I just wanted to share before I read this little quiz... um, because this relates so well to my own very big struggles with communicating, particularly in intimate relationships. So that could be a partner, it could be a family member, it could be a friend. Those are my intimate relationships. Um, And so there's another thing I found, and I just Googled this, and it was, you can find this very easily if you just Google assertiveness versus aggressiveness in communicating. Um, they have three sections, passive, assertive, and aggressive, and assertive is in the middle. Assertive is what you want, and I personally think that this all connects to complex PTSD because a lot of times that critical thinking, that frontal lobe, has been affected in our brain whenever we're growing up and we're a kid in trauma and you're constantly in stress and fight and flight, that amygdala in your brain is just overly working so hard that the frontal lobe just doesn't get that attention it needed growing up. And so that assertiveness section, a lot of times is very, can be very hard for us to walk that tightrope. Either you're gonna be passive or you're gonna be aggressive. So if you grow up as a a victim or you're growing up and being abused, I should say, A lot of times you may be very passive because you're afraid of the aggressor, the abuser. Um, But then as you become an adult, in order to survive, you might become the aggressor. And you might not realize that that's what that is. You might see it as you're you're in survival mode. So you're doing whatever you can for yourself, Um, no matter what. You're just trying to survive, right? So you can turn from one to the other. So the assertive lane can sometimes seem passive to us. In my opinion, compromise can seem like you're giving in. So that's, you know, this is a very big topic. Um, so a few examples. So a pa- an example of passiveness would be thinking your needs don't matter at all, giving in, not talking, not being heard, trying to keep the peace. Those are just a few. Allowing yourself to be bullied and not saying what you think or how you feel. That's a big one for me. Assertiveness would be recognizing that your needs matter as much as anyone else, compromising falls under assertiveness, talking and listening, making sure things are fair for you and others and standing up for yourself and expressing your point clearly and confidently. And then aggressiveness examples would be thinking that only your needs matter. So if you're in survival mode, you might think that way. Um, Taking from people, talking over people. I have seen people who were definitely grew up in trauma And as adults, they do that. They talk over people. I've seen that a lot. Um, Basically, only looking out for yourself is also aggressive. Bullying others. 
and shouting and aggression or violence. Um, so aggressiveness really hurts your relationships with people. That's a really big aspect of ag- aggressiveness. Um, but on the quiz that I mentioned is the bites, the bite-sized learning team. Um, here's just a few questions, and I'm going to tell you my honest answers and why I think that way and how some of them are definitely not healthy. So number one, question one on the quiz, and these are all situational, just like what I said yesterday. Whenever my therapist diagnosed me, she gave me situational examples. So that's what these are. You're making plans for this year's Christmas holidays or another big celebration. Your partner wants to bring their family. Do you A, imply that it's unfair and hope things will change? B, invite the family. Anything for peace, keeping the peace. C, say how you feel and what you would like. Or D, flatly refuse to invite them. Um, So for me, um, I would, on this one I would say how you feel. And, I'm, and what you would like. And that, to me, is assertiveness. But we're going to find out what the real answer is. Um, so when a number two, question number two, when a coworker borrows your phone charger regularly and forgets to return it to you, do you A, drop hints at regular intervals, B, let it go, C, explain the effect it has on your work and ask for it back, D, get angry and demand it back? Um, me... I think the correct answer is probably going to be C, but I would do A. I would drop hints. I would be like, hey, how's my phone charger holding up over there? You know, Um, and so for these first two, I'm just going to tell you what the answers are. So like I said, I would do C in answer one, and I would do A in answer two. So they're all going, if you answered C, that's actually assertive behavior. So that's what that is. And then I answered, let's look back. So C was number one. A is what I answered on number two. And A is passive aggressive behavior. Um, To me, it's just avoiding conflict, I would say. Um, So on the third one, you have just started to drink your coffee in a cafe. It should be hot, but it's cold. Okay, so this is a great question right here because I got cold coffee at a drive-thru the other day I immediately called the manager and I left a bad review so I don't know is that is that aggressive is that assertive I don't know um so again you have just started to drink your coffee in a cafe it should be hot but it's cold do you a order another one while remarking to the barista that the last one was no good no I wouldn't do that um b carry on and drink it no uh, C, tell the staff member it's cold and ask for a hot one instead. Yeah, I would probably do that. D, point out this isn't good enough and demand better. Um, so, like, if you have, like, an irrational or an impulsive mind, um, so what I did, like I said, in reality, what I did, I didn't go back and ask for a hot one instead. I assumed that these were just clowns serving me this coffee, and I wanted to just, you know, tell the manager and write a review so I probably did something aggressive because I was driving to work I wanted a coffee they gave me a cold one I'm not driving back when I have to be at work so I made sure to bust them right so that was aggressive um and then but in this scenario um 
tell the staff member it's cold. That's what I answered on this. But in reality, that's not what I did. So, because the reality answer wasn't even on here. You know, call the manager, tell them what's up, write a bad review. That's not even on there. It's not an option. Um, number four, and that's, by the way, the answer that I picked there, C, was assertive. Number four, an interview panel member asks a question that seems sexist to you. Do you A, quit back a quit retort, B, answer as best you can, B, express some concern about the question only if you feel okay to do so, D, point out how wrong it is to ask such questions and refuse to answer it. This is kind of a tricky one. So in reality, I'd probably say that seems very old-fashioned um, or, you know, so I, I might just say, is this appropriate? I'd probably do B, answer as best you can. So let's see what B is. If you answer B, your passive submissive behavior. Okay. Um, number five, you're about to join a key at the supermarket when another shopper nips in and jumps ahead of you. Now, this is something I probably wouldn't care about. Um, do you try to block the person out of line? No. Ignore it and key behind them. Tell the other shopper how annoyed you are and ask him or her to move. I wouldn't do that. Give the person a scolding for his or her rudeness. No. I would ignore it and just key behind them. That's that's a different situation for me. I, I don't care about that. Like, if I'm at a supermarket, maybe they're in a hurry. No. Maybe there's an emergency, so I would just be like whatever but that is passive submissive behavior so that's two times i've answered b which was passive submissive behavior um which i think is so i'm kind of all over the place here um when someone criticizes your brand new coat do you a say something like well it's the most expensive coat i've ever bought exclamation point um when someone criticizes your brand new coat do you blush and say nothing c check what is specifically being said and check for yourself D, tell him or her it's none of their business. I'd say that. I would say it's none of your business. So I bet that's aggressive. That's aggressive behavior. So, so yeah, I've answered A, B, C, and D. So, again, you know, I'm not the line of assertiveness. I think I've only answered one answer assertively, and that was the letter C. Um, so, yeah. So see, I'm not, I'm not an assertive, um, and again, I would say that's also falls in with logic. So like, if you're, if you do struggle with that critical thinking, the frontal lobe, I'm not going to read all the questions here, um, just because of time. But, you know, if you struggle with that, um, you can either fall into kind of the, the opposites. So the opposites are submissive or aggressive. And I, I'm kind of all over the place, depending on the scenario because again, I think I only answered it assertively one time. Um, so like if I'm in a rush, I did complain about that coffee and I wrote a review and I, you know, I just, I basically just wanted the manager fired for that cold coffee because it happened twice. Um, and then, you know, other situations at the supermarket, I don't care if somebody cuts in front of me at the supermarket. That's not a big deal to me. Usually when I go to the grocery store, I'm not in a hurry. Um, other people probably have kids. They're probably in a hurry. Maybe that sounds like an excuse, but yeah. Now with road rage, um, I have been aggressive where if someone is driving extremely slow or someone's right on my tail, 
<clears throat> um, yeah, I don't like that. If someone rides on my tail, I will intentionally drive slow just to make them mad and watch them go around me. Um, I have no problem doing that. And yeah, road rage is different. So um, these are just a few examples. And again, I'm going to put this on my Twitter page. And that's the complex PTSD guy. You can find that on Twitter. And I just wanted to share this because I think, again, the lane of assertiveness is so important. Um, But again, if you grow up being abused, you probably grew up being passive. And then it was hard for you to, like, express yourself. And sometimes when you did, maybe you got in trouble um, because you weren't expressing yourself appropriately. And then as an adult, because we're trying to survive and we think the world is, like, out to get us, like I do... Um, you know, that's aggressive. You're behaving aggressively. Um, and the assertive lane is that critical thinking, logical frontal lobe. Um, there was even a situation recently where, um, and this is very typical for me, where like, let's say a certain group of people think something about a certain thing. And so you tend to over, I tend to um, oversimplify things and think that that would correlate to this and this and this. But it doesn't. It correlates to what their argument is. And I'll probably have to elaborate more on that on another podcast. But I just wanted to share this. And this is the Complex PTSD guy signing off.